Sunday, September 21, 1941, a field in France. Just past midnight, Private Nigel Andrews lay flat on his stomach, hiding in some tall weeds just beyond a French pasture. The 27-year-old Liverpool native was a college graduate. Blonde and green-eyed, he was stocky, just a touch over 5'8", and an ounce short of 150 pounds. But in this situation, size didn't matter. He was tough as shoe leather and hard as iron. In his unit's boxing tourney, he had whipped men six inches taller and more than fifty pounds heavier. So, in spite of his schoolboy appearance, those who knew him never crossed him. His strength and grit notwithstanding, Andrews had once wanted to become a pastor, and was even engaged to a preacher's daughter he'd met at Hope College. But for the moment, those plans had been supplanted by a driving desire to get off a of French soil alive. His mother and father had already lost one son. They likely couldn't survive losing two. They'd even fought his being drafted. He hated the military, and everything about it. So no matter the odds, he vowed he would survive this unholy war. He also vowed to make sure that, whatever it took, short of his death, ultimate victory would be realized. Where is that blasted plane? Andrews turned his attention from the horizon to an obviously frustrated Colonel Reggie Fister. Speaking to no one in particular, and likely just yapping to diffuse his anger, Fister continued to lash out. It was supposed to be here and ready for takeoff, blimey! We do our impossible job perfectly, and the Air Force can't even manage to get the easy part right. Whose side are they on, anyway? For the past week, the elite unit's secret mission in Nazi-occupied France had gone much smoother than expected. After a night parachute drop, they'd met with the underground and gotten the lay of the land. Over the next six days, they observed German emplacements, studied and recorded troop strengths, and photographed two air bases being constructed for attacks on London. There had been a few close calls, but not once during their time behind enemy lines had they been spotted. Now, in the witching hour, just as their mission was supposed to be concluding, a British Air Force plane that should be waiting on this dark, grassy field to take them back home was nowhere in sight. Just like his commanding officer, Andrews knew that, in a mission based on complete precision, this should not have happened, especially to an elite British unit. After all, everything up until this moment had been done just the way the English liked it, by the book and exactly on time. Now everything was upside down. The game was no longer being played by a set of formal rules, and it looked as though they were going to have to ad-lib. His gut churning and a growing fear gripping his heart, Andrews lifted his chest and rested on his elbows in order to study the French countryside. Except for two sheep, it was completely void of life. "'Sir!' Andrews screwed up the courage to ask the question that was surely crowding deeper and deeper into everyone's mind. "'What?' Fister barked back. "'Do you suppose that Jerry shut it down?' Could be, the colonel replied, and that would mess up the whole works, wouldn't it? He paused a second before adding, 
Let's give them some more time. But I sure don't like being hung out to dry like yesterday's wash. Churchill will not be on my Christmas card list after this. Neither will Monty. And if the plane doesn't get here? Andrews asked. What happens then? Fister's grim expression lightened up a bit. It could be worse, son. I've always wanted to date a French lassie. I'll wager you have, too. Even at the moment when it appeared they didn't have a chance in Hades, Fister's sarcastic humor and positive attitude remained true. The colonel was the kind of person Andrews both respected and despised. He loved war, seemed to live for it, and relished the moments when his life was being challenged. He all but wrapped himself in the Union Jack, and almost shouted out the lyrics of God Save the Queen whenever it was played.